welcome to Plus One to Gaming. I'm Chris. And I'm Eric. And joining us as always are Billy and Mark. Hey guys. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. And also extremely excited to get back into the next session of Mass Frost Mighty Digressions, circa 1890s. Uh, so Eric, would you mind giving us a little recap before letting us board your magic imagination bus into a world of whimsy and adventure? I sure will. Uh, so last we met, we had a confrontation with Mashaika and a thug in an alleyway. Uh, you bested him and his his little dog thug ran- too. Yeah, and his little dog too. Uh, so you murdered another dog, beat his thug up a little bit, and Harry Houdini manacled Mashaika, and the thug ran away. I believe that is all we accomplished in the last session. Is that correct? Did we do anything else? Yeah, I think we took him to a place to be secured. But also, I, I think we didn't actually interrogate him to ask him, like, why are you shooting at us and all of this nonsense? So I don't think we did anything. Yeah, we didn't really talk to him much, except Samuel Clemens talked some mad smack. I think that was about it. Yeah, as, as per usual. <laughs> yeah, what I do. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the first time he robbed us, was that was the point. And then we killed his dogs, and and then he was mad at us. So I don't know if there's uh, a rationale deeper than that. We can always ask him, but I mean, I think the first time we met him, he was going to rob us, killed his dogs. So, yeah, he was wanted for something by yeah. Valor. But cool. So, uh, I guess get get into that character voice. Harry Samuel, where would you like to go from here? Well, I, I I do believe I still have questions of this, of the book nature. I'm I'm glad that we uh, accomplished this uh, side task, as I like to call it, maybe even a side quest. But uh, these this book needs to be our main priority, and if if our good friend Harry could lead us, continue to lead us to uh, the location of the overnight warehouse, maybe we could find out what is the source of these books and also get the real copies of the books for the Catholic Church. Sure thing. I remember the way. Follow me, fellas. Should we take a short rest before we depart? But uh, of course. And I, good and idea. I can always <laughs> I could always fill the air with some of my favorite prose, uh, giving you a uh, a slight boost to your morale and maybe a your joints will feel a little bit better afterwards as well. Yeah, so soothing words always help my constitution. So 1d6 extra for your short rest, for poem rest. That's I call it poem rest because he's a poet. Most excellent. Yeah, I need to replenish my HP because I was... That's a, that's a good call. I just looked at my sheet. I'm like, oh! Yeah, you guys got kind of trounced for a while in that last altercation. So I was the only one in dogs. <laughs> didn't get hit yeah i was i was hiding behind things and just calling people names which is effective but did not get hurt luckily hasn't changed since high school (laughs) all right i'll rest it up yep i got my rest all right so remind me because when, when we were you were going to this what you're calling the like the where you saw 
them drop the books off at, at the other night. Um, was it? It was the early morning, correct? Like you had just woken up from the hotel the night before when you made your plan, and you were going there, and it's like daytime. Yeah, I think we were trying to go there while they were at work. Correct. If I'm not mistaken, that was Samuel's plan. Yes. So we were trying to go while they were at work to see what we can find. And yeah, if if we can't find anything, we'll go and, you know, we play our little trick on them and maybe even confront them. Um, yeah. But that's our least, our, our last option. I don't, I, I don't want to confront them unless we have to. Um, yeah, so we were going back to Black Gate where Houdini followed them previously. Okay, so it's the middle of the day. You have no problems retracing your steps or even finding another route. Well, that's uh, what we thought last time, but we got shot at. <laughs> yes, you have no further problems. Um, you at least wouldn't have any problems like getting lost or anything because you, you, you've been in the city for a couple days now and, and you can kind of figure it out. So you can arrive there, you know, not 20 minutes later, basically. It's, it's just on the other side of town. Um, so you, you arrive at the, the structure that you saw them loading the books into. What do you want to do? Well, gentlemen, I do believe we... Uh, <clears throat> there should be some clues to this mystery. Hopefully enough to, to set us on the, the next path. Uh, if not, we can always go back and, and confront. But uh, I, I don't really want to get Corvala... Uh, uh, I don't want her to know that we're onto her just yet because I, I don't know what she would do. Yes, arming ourselves with some knowledge, I think, is a sound plan. If you guys can keep a lookout, I could check the door, pick the lock. Yes, I'll set up over here. Give me a, a shriek whooper will if anyone's coming. I'm going to kind of casually, not to draw suspicion, walk up to the door to test and see if it's open. The door is unlocked. <clears throat> okay, I will casually continue striding inside so as not to draw attention that I am breaking the turn. And I'll kind of leave the door ajar for the other guys. Okay, so the first room that you enter... Uh, this is the room you looked in the window, so you have a familiarity with it. So it is 15 by 25 feet um, long way. So it's 15 tall, 25 feet long. There are seven mis mismatched chairs scattered around this homely common room. A couple of mugs and plates sit on a small circular table in the center of the space. A tattered, faded rug decorates the wooden floor. There's no other doors or exits. Good question. Uh, directly across the room from the first, from the like entry door is another door. And on the eastern wall, there is a door. Um, so to get your kind of orientation, the door that you came in would be on like the southern wall of this building. Can I hear anything? Like, is there any sounds of footsteps or is it apparent that no one's home? Roll me a perception check. I rolled 15. Perfect. So you hear on the other side of the door that would be on the eastern side, um, you hear what sounds like kind of like pots and pans kind of banging around a little bit, like cookware going on and, and a couple of voices. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm going to step 
back outside the door to regroup with the fine gentlemen. So I'll step out and kind of like give them a come hither motion. Yes, Harry, what did you find? I'm not sure if we chose the perfect time. Sounds like perhaps maids might be home or something along those lines. Although the way this is a poor part of town, so who knows? Maybe one of them didn't go to work today. You might need to find a way to sneak past or see the other rooms because in the first room, there's nothing much. Yes, well, if it's sneaking, I think you are more apt to suit this task, but perhaps there are other ways to enter. I don't think so. Last time I was here, there were some windows, but it seemed pretty easy to go through the front door. Shall I just search and report back? Well, I'd be loath to send you in there alone, but wearing this, I cannot sneak as well as you. I would have to take it off. Any points to the auto mail? And I, I am an old man, and I, my sneaking ability has never been so good when my joints worked as I as intended. But uh, I, I do believe if they are, if they are actively involved in some activity in the other room with pots and pans banging, maybe it wouldn't be that hard to to silently enter without them noticing. I'd, I'd like to to get an idea more of who is in that other room. So, um, if you uh, maybe you could circle around and see if you could, uh, uh, see another window. Like I'm still outside and I, you know, I look to the right of the, of the entrance, um, to where like the other room yeah. described is, do I see another like window that he could peek in? I believe yes. there's one on the Eastern side. Yes. So there, there are windows. Um, there would be a window on the Southern side of this room and a window on the Eastern side of this room. Okay. Can I go and uh, peek in that? I think that was the same window I looked in last time. Um, I, the... I don't believe it is. You you peeked in the window on western? the western side. Yeah, so okay. this would be the opposite wall. All right, I'll take a peek. Can I see the people? You can. Roll me a little stealth check real quick. Oh, uh, I'll give him guidance. Mm, good plan. I was thinking of using a little inspiration on him as well but I don't know if that works in this situation. I have to check up on my skills. Harry, let me give you a bit of advice. While you're sneaking, try to be very, very quiet. Ah, thank you. Quite the trick. I rolled 20. All right. So uh, you can, with just the tiniest little peek in there, can see all you want to see, basically, Um, (laughs) without without having to worry about them seeing you. Um, so this room, as you're looking in, um, is a kitchen. Uh, the kitchen is small but clean and organized. A shelf holds rows of pots and pans. On the side of the fireplace is a cutting board and knife rests on a counter. Clean plates and utensils sit on matching count- on a matching counter on the other side. And you see two, uh, two people in there preparing a meal. And this room is uh, two foot east to west and or sorry two squares so it is 10 foot east to west and 15 foot north to south and there and, you uh, don't you don't see like uh you see the door that you are aware of on like its western wall you don't see another door anywhere and neither of those people i recognize no you do not recognize them okay they are not people you have seen before 
Um, I will describe them a little bit as soon as I figure out who they are. So one of them is kind of an older gentleman who wears spectacles. And the other is a petite lady who is wide-eyed and has long braids. And you said they're cooking? Yeah, they're making a meal. Potentially lunch or or a brunch, depending on what time of day it is. I don't know how long it took you all to get there. <laughs> Say it's around lunchtime. You got kind of tied up early. Okay. Um, wanna... I'll report back to the gentlemen. Well, we could probably slip past them unnoticed. They don't seem to be much of a threat. Hmm. I, I think that they are just uh, kitchen staff, or, or I, I don't think that it's much of a problem. Uh, I can't imagine that the kitchen is, uh, is where they would store any of these valuable things. Um, so I think if you would go to that door to the north, um, we have that northern door. I, I think that's a good idea to to, to go over there and, and see what it is. I think while they're making this meal, I think that you shall have fortune shall favor you on uh, on, on your sneakiness um, and maybe even us. But uh, I would like you to be I think one room ahead. So if we wait by the entrance well, Ah, good thinking. With, well within uh, actionable you know, at least for uh, the athletic ones of us. <laughs> and he coughs and points towards um, Tesla. So, some of us can't move that quick. All right. Sounds like we've got a plan. Yes, just know I'll, that we're right behind you. I'll head out and, uh, well, I'll just scream if anything goes wrong. How about that? So um, Harry's going to. I'll just scream back. Maybe, maybe laugh. <laughs> um, he's going to head back in and uh, try to sneak past the table and all that to the northern door in the main living space. Okay. Um, so you know that the front door is open. You don't need to do anything in there. Uh, roll me a stealth check for like the room itself. You can add a D4 to that with guidance. I'm going to need to. I'm going to use my inspiration point already. Yep. Because I rolled a two. So that's not good. 13. Okay. You're pretty confident that no one can hear you. And so you're in the room. And again, confident that, that no one has heard you like come through. What are you trying to do? Um, I'm going to go like along the western wall around the table and chairs towards the northern door and what do you want to do with the northern door i want to test the lock and see if it is open it is open okay so i'll like crack that door open um enough to just kind of like peek my head in and take a look around okay so this room uh is more like a wide corridor than an actual room this is long and crowded spaces occupied by six narrow cots. Uh, roll me a perception check if you want to look around. 18. All right. So you see in two of these cots people taking naps. Okay. Um, I will just kind of leave the door alone. Um, 
I guess I'll turn to the other guys and like make a head on pillow hands gesture and then try to like mime two people sleeping. Harris, now, now's not the time for a nap. No, there's people in there. Sleep, sleeping. Two of them. I will use my pantomime skills, aka my message uh, cantrip, to ask him how big the room is and if there's any other exits that he could just, you know, if he got a first glance, I would assume. Yeah, I think that comes for free. Um, So the room is 10 north to south and 35 east to west. So, So the room is the entire length of the building from what you can surmise. And it is 10 feet north to south. So it is described as more kind of of a long hallway, like a corridor, uh, more than like a room, but it looks like they are using it as like a, a dormitory of sorts. So can I sneak over? There was a door on the eastern wall, correct? Um, can I... Hang on, let me re-describe this. Okay, sorry. Yes. Um, so the door that you entered in is... If we're thinking of this in squares, it's in the second square from the west. Mm-hmm. So about, you know, halfway through, like maybe eight feet in. The the door that you entered into this dormitory or, or peeked in mirrors that. So it's the exact same distance from like the western wall. About on the other side and about five feet to the east, there is a door leading to a room. And if you look all the way down to the the eastern side of this long corridor, there is another door leading into a room to the north. So there are two doors to the north. In the corridor, there's two doors to the north. Yes. Okay. So from Um, what you can see, one door in the south, two doors in the north, no doors east or west. Okay. And then in the room, which I am in, but not, you know, not the corridor the one I'm standing in, there's a door on the western wall that I didn't check yet? No, the western... No. The eastern, that goes all the... Yeah, the western wall is, is out. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's the window you looked in the, when you like very first came. Oh, I drew it wrong, that's why. That's a window. Okay. I guess I will just continue sneaking and go towards um, I guess the closest northern door in the corridor. Okay. And you already rolled me a stealth check for this room, correct? Is that the one you got like an 18 on? That was perception, I think, right? That was perception. Because I was peeking in, I think. Perfect. Um, okay, so roll me a stealth check if you want to move through this room of sleeping people. 14. I think that that's pretty good because they're asleep. So, you're confident that you're not stepping on any loose floorboards or anything, and, and that these two are, are not going to wake from their naps. Okay, so um, I'll check again just to see if the door is unlocked first. The door is unlocked. Alright, uh, rinse and repeat. I'll, I'll peek in to this room. Oh. And... Yep. Um, so what you get for free, uh, except for the corner with two stacked wooden trunks, The walls of this room are lined with half-empty bookshelves. This room is 10 feet north to south and 20 feet east to west. You see no doors from here. 
Um, this looks to you like a storage room. Okay. I'll just leave that door ajar. I don't want to like close any latches or anything and check to see if the other northern door is unlocked. They've got these rooms out of order from what I would expect them to be in. So I'm trying to like turn a page back and forth and I'm getting confused. Um, so this door is unlocked. Okay. Am I able to see anything through a crack in the door? Um, through a small crack, roll me a stealth check. Ooh, nat 20. Okay. So through the crack, you're able to see a large wooden desk takes up most of this room. Atop the desk, a quill and a bottle of ink sit next to a leather-bound journal. A pair of decorative swords hang on the wall behind the desk. There is a single bed tucked against the western wall. So you get that for free. Um, the room is 10 foot north to south and 15 foot east to west. So if you are drawing this map, you should have a square by now. Well, if you were good at drawing maps, you might. <laughs> let me Let me fill that in some. Okay, so um, I'll push the door open more so that I can... Okay, yeah, push the door open and roll me a perception check because I want to see if you can see anything else. 18? 18? Um, yeah. All right, so at the desk, with the chair turned kind of against the door, you see Corvala sitting there, and she doesn't seem to see you. Ooh, okay. Um can I ask what my fellow companions are doing? I mean, how or, would you how would you know I mean, that? Ugh, damn it. Okay, I I'm gonna creep back um, to the southern like hallway dorm whatever door. Okay. To see uh, to like reconvene with the guys. So um, I'll go back to that room and then. Um, I guess I'll just um, tell them uh, Koval's here in the back. No, oh, I thought she would be at the at the bookstore. Yeah, I figured as much too. Doesn't look like there's a whole lot here except in that room. Maybe a storage closet, some some places to sleep, and then kind of a, a fancy bedroom office. What else have you seen? Do they have any weapons, or do they look like they could be a threat? Hard to tell. I mean, we have broken in, so probably. But I did see some swords, so yeah, we might might be in for a fight. I don't know. But now it, it looks like um, no one knows we're here yet, so we have the element of surprise well, if we need it. Yes. Well, perhaps we should just confront Corvala and try and resolve this mystery as soon as possible. What are your thoughts, Samuel? I do have an idea. My brain has been a spinning to try to figure out what the best way to, is to confront her, to catch her off guard. And I, I do believe she does not expect us to know where she is here. But I, I think we stick the story that Mark Twain has been injured seriously and and we and you have been escorted here you two by our good friend zan played by me of course expertly and it, you are taking no guff and you want to find out the answer to what has happened why is he injured and the book has disappeared you think that there's some sort of grift going on i i don't think that there's some sort of um spiritual 
you know, we don't want to put on that we, we think that there's something um, supernatural going on. But, uh, you know, it is odd that she gave us this book for free. And then if I were to be uh, injured and the book disappeared, it seems, you know, and a famous person such as myself, it seems like it would be well within our reason for us to uh, assume some, you know, some ploy was uh, cast by them. So if you wanted to bust in, escorted by Zahn, it may catch mm. her off guard. Um, so he will cast right now um, disguised self to look like Zahn. Um, but, you know, he's just scrounging around to try to find things that would make him look like Zahn. Um, well, uh, look so, no further. I have a disguise kit in my bag here. So perfect. So he's doing the disguise kit plus, like, you know, clothes. It only, you know, it's not a supernatural ability, more of like a mimicry ability thematically. Uh, so I think that they, if we busted in, and it seems like, you know, Zahn is cow curtailed and kind of um, down, like they demanded to see Corvala and he escorted her here, uh, escorted them here, you know, against, kind of against his will, that he didn't really have a choice in the matter. He would, you know, it would not, she would not be as surprised if they found her here. And, uh, and you know, if they were all mad and, and demanded to know what was going on and why Mark Twain has, you know, been seriously critically injured uh, and the book has disappeared. A good plan. You should write stories for a living. Ah, <laughs> I see this man is almost as funny, maybe even funnier than myself. Um, but yes, I, I do believe um, we could get the drop on her. And even if these men wake up, um, you know, they would not think it's so odd to see Zahn walk through that office, I would assume. But uh, I, I leave the <laughs> the rest of the acting to uh, to to you, brothers. Yes, let us see how this plays out. I do believe. Let me get into character. So he's going to like remember his, the accent of Zahn, and he's going to use you know, he's not going to say anything. He's going to stay in kind of in the back, like he escorted them. You know, he's going to be like looking down, kind of um, defeated, um, but he's trying to like use his performance skill to make it look like he is him. All right. Well, um, Harry will grab Samuel Zahn by like the shoulder of his shirt mm -hmm. and kind of like drag him along. Brilliant. Um, so he's going to grab him and then kind of lead him, you know, stiff armed in front of him through the house towards the, uh, that back bedroom where she was. Okay, so where are you all now? Are you in the front room? Front room. Did, have you, okay, so you're in the front room and you are no longer trying to be quiet, correct? Yeah, now he's um, he's like, yeah, planning on kind of pushing his way through the door as if they're storming in through that uh, door into the, where the guys were sleeping. Okay, um, so obviously the um, the people that are in the kitchen open the door. And they see, they see you. So you see like two heads pop out, like one above the other. Uh, one male, one female. Um, and the male is an older gentleman, like I said, uh, who has spectacles. And so this is before you got to the, uh, the, the dormitory room. Okay. So uh, he asks, what are you doing here? Eugenia is going to kind of shove Zahn, like let him go and, and say... Well, here we are. Take us to her. This is over now. 
Twain is going to turn towards those men, like hold his hand out and like shake his head, like you know, uh, don't, don't, don't interfere type of thing. Just like kind of defeated, just holding his head up, just you know, like don't get involved type of thing. Zon, Zon, come, come here, come closer. Who are these people? No, no time for this. We need answers now. I'm gonna. Um, Houdini kind of shoves him, a, not hard, but just kind of like towards the door a little bit. Um, so you shove Zon like a, or fake Zon like away from you a little bit? Yeah, just kind of like he's going to step between if Zon wanted to go over there, like he was going to keep him back. Mm, okay. So you see the, the man who's uh, like looking out at you. Um, he kind of steps more into the doorway and he grabs like a sconce on the wall and pulls it. Roll me a dexterity saving throw. Everybody? 13. Um, just uh, Houdini and uh, Tesla. 10. Okay. Neither of you made it. So um, the rug you are standing on that you so just pushed Mark Twain Zahn off of is collapses up around you and like pulls you to the ceiling a la like a like a net trap classic net trap classic net trap and hang on one second i don't know how i want to resolve this because it's something much more like fantastic in the real book so let's let's roll initiative really quick i want to see what we can do with this this might get weird we can only hope <laughs> it's it, this might this is one of the growing pains that i didn't actually realize this thing might happen in changing it from like fantasy to like real world there's some <laughs> weird shit in fantasy well we'll see what happens three for tesla and for zan slash twain seven for harry so <laughs> the trap goes first seems realistic what is the trap gonna do so you, the both of you that are in it feel grappled, we'll say is the best word I could think of. So you, you can't move and you're having a very hard time breathing. Uh, it's it's just wrapped all around you and it's not a net, you know, it is a rug. So it's not like easy to breathe through. Um, so at the start of your turn, that's the trap, I guess, is that you guys are grappled <laughs> so if you want to get out of it you'll have to make like a strength thing but is it technically a creature or a trap so here's the thing uh, we can pull the veil back for a second um in the book it is a creature okay i'm just asking because um, i have cube you know abilities to disarm traps so i don't want to use that if it doesn't if that well, would so circumvent the, the book yeah. or whatever I, I would be happy with that because in our world, it is not a rug of smothering. <laughs> it, is, it is a rug that is smothering you by circumstance because it is a trap. So if, if I, I'm okay with that, uh, that's what I'm cool. trying to like, what can this thing do out of its moves that like Just get tighter and tighter? Yeah, that makes sense. So, um, so yes, you, you guys are grappled um, and you're finding it hard to breathe. Uh, let me put you in order. Okay, perfect. So the next up is Twain. So Twain is going to stumble forward a little bit, grab his neck, because he was just being held by the throat, um, which gives him an excuse to not speak right. Um, and he's going to, like, 
you know, act like he's been hoarse and he can't really he speak very well, but he's going to do a uh, a um, a performance, and he's going to turn towards him like, and with a little bit of a hoarse voice, are, are you crazy? Do you know who these people are? I don't think this is a good idea. They they've already informed the police. He's going to say it like that, like he's just been, you know, he's been choked and he can't really talk well. All right. Give me a performance role. And I would say maybe with advantage, because you, you're already the advantage would be that you you're you've used your spell to like disguise yourself to look like them. So his his uh, it's 17 on his performance. Cool. So, damn, I wanted to smother these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> So the old man in the uh, in the kitchen, the guy that pulled the lever, let me remember his voice, says, Son, are these men with you? Yes, something has happened to their associate, and they were just, they were worried, and now they are probably more conf- I don't know if this was a good thing. We may need to ask for their forgiveness. So he pulls the, the lever back the other way, well, the sconce, um, and that the, the Rug falls back down on the on the ground and frees you two. And he says, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I thought that this was a break in. I thought we were being robbed. No, the only thing we were robbed of is our friend. He was slain last night, you see, after receiving a book from a woman named Corvala. And now that he is slain and under mysterious circumstances and the book that he was given has vanished. We've come to get answers and we demand them at once. So if Corvala is here, we demand to see her. And as you say that, the the door that was leading to the dormitory opens, and Corvala stands in the doorway. And she says, Come with me. Come to my office. And she turns around and walks back north uh, northeast toward what Harry Houdini knows would be her office. Tesla follows. So does, so does on still grasping his throat and coughing a little bit. Eugenie's going to take a moment to see if he can figure out how that trapped work, and then he'll follow. Um, as you walk through the the dormitory area, the, the two that were sleeping are awake now, uh, and you see that they do have uh, swords. Uh, so they were ready to run into that room. Um, but they don't bother you, because you have Zahn and Corvala leading you through through the room. So, as you get into Corvala's room, it's a little tight for four people, but you can all fit in there uh, fairly easily. She goes to the other side of her desk and sits down and says, So what is all of this about? You break into my house? We think you know what it's about. Our friend was hurt badly, and we think it has something to do with that book that you mysteriously gave us. Ah, the book. Um... It's a little early for it to awaken, but I guess it could have been, yes. What do you mean, awaken? These things I make, they are called gingwatsum. You know of them? Isn't that like a small lizard? They can be small lizards, yes. They are a magical spell taught to me by my mentor. They can take two forms, one of an animal, so could be small lizard. And one of an everyday object that is near it during creation. The beast must feed, though. 
So it drains life energy from people, but usually it takes a very long time before it is hungry enough to transform into its natural state of the orb. Hmm. So why, why make these things? Why send these out into the world? What is your aim? What is your goal here? Because they are cheaper to make than books. My profit margins go up every time. Yes, but people are getting hurt. Do you not do, ah, but, you, do you value your profits over people's lives? Oh, of course. Of course I do. It is not my problem if they are hurt. They are gone and far away usually by the time they are. I'm what, kind going, of, what kind of profits do you get from giving them to us for free? Ah, but I traded you for the signed book, which I could sell for much more. Uh, an insight check while, you know, uh, kind of off to the side, still, high, you know, cowering a little bit because I'm ashamed, um, pretending to be ashamed. But when she said that it's mostly for profit, I want to do an insight check to see if that's, you know, true. Roll me that insight check. Ooh, 19 plus 4. 23. You do not think that she is lying. You think that every word she's saying is true and that she doesn't think that it's wrong. Yes, well, now you have drawn the ire of one Nikola Tesla, Harry Houdini, and, of course, the Vatican itself. Several of these books that you have sent have gone into the library and have caused grievous harm. And now we've traced it to its source. Ah, but my pack and I could be gone here and tomorrow morning. Pop up another city. Would you chase an ant around the world? If it's to protect others from harm, I'll do everything in my power to stop it. I'm not sure we need to chase them, Tesla. They're here now. Ah, yeah. yes. Plus, my entire pack is here now. Everyone you crossed on your way here is fully armed and more dangerous than they seem. You, my friends, are the ones that are in danger, not me. So we can have a civil conversation without threats. Or I could hide you in my basement in pieces. Well, I'd be interested to see what the civil conversation of someone who cares so little about the lives of innocent people. I'm not sure if you can be civil. I can be civil. I believe that civilization is based on people like myself. I care not for the lives of people here and there, whether they get hurt or whether they die. I care about my family, and I care about making enough money to make them whole again. What do you mean, make them whole? We lost someone dear to us not too long ago. Our leader, in fact, before me. My mentor. She died, and we tried to raise the funds to bring her back. That's impossible. Ah, you think it's impossible, but before this week, did you know that books could be orbs and magical demon monsters? There is much more that is possible out there that you may not know. Yes, our recent events have certainly raised my perception of these things, but nonetheless, if you keep hurting people this way, eventually it's going to come back to you. Is there not some more sustainable way for you to protect and care for your family? There is potentially. We, we, we measure the risk. We are mobile. We are fearsome fighters. If we go missing, the Vatican will surely look for us. They know where we are. It is not our wish to conduct any violence, but it is our wish to resolve this civilly. But if these things that you are making are being set loose upon the world and in places of holy places such as the Vatican, who have tremendous amounts of resources to solve their problems, perhaps there is a way for us to resolve this and without bloodshed. I believe there might be a way. This method is just the most recent 
scheme in our money-making endeavors. We've sold books. We like selling books. They make a good profit. They're easy to get. We like to read. My mentor loved books. She collected them, so we know a lot about them. We never intended for this spell to to mimic books and hurt people, specifically powerful people uh, like that in the Vatican. It must just be coincidence that they all ended up there. But it is hard to make a living anywhere in this world. We have lived in several cities and would be willing to run back if your friends came after Constantinople, Alexandria, Jordan, anywhere. We can disappear into the winds. Why is it that you need to disappear so? You know, sometimes making money at the risk of others draws the ire of the locals, of the of the guard, of people such as yourself, and it is more profitable to just run and start anew. My pack has not done this forever. When our leader was with us, we lived a happy life. We had her protection, and we sold books just for the livelihood of it. But selling books alone does not make enough to bring her back. Yes, well, if there is a way we can assist to bring her back, would that assure us that you will cease these nefarious operations at once? Is that a Uh, bargain we could strike? If that is a bargain you could come through on, that is a bargain I would strike in a heartbeat. Well, you said that there was a way to bring this person back, yes. So we were very close to the amount of money we needed to buy the regents. Selling just a few more books, the expensive books, would get us there. Now, I believe we sold you a Mass Frost Mighty Digressions. Is that true? Is that the book that you had? I can't remember. It's the name of the fucking thing we're playing. Yes, but I can't say anything because I'm... (laughs) I'll do. I'll cast just nodding in the side. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm going to do cast message to uh, to both of them. Um, I, I thought it was like the dark hunger because she, she didn't sell us anything. She yeah. gave Twain like the dark hunger or yeah. I think about teenage vampires. Now that I think oh, about yeah. it, yeah, I might be confused. Mass Froth was the one that that brought you here, though. Yeah. Do they? Let me. So let me pull the curtain again. Do they know that? Do, did you tell? No, they don't know that. Okay, let me let's re recap. The Dark Hunger was the book that I gave you, correct? Yes, that is correct. So that book, along with a few others, these are the the most expensive books we have been able to acquire. These are the ones that we it is most profitable to make into gingwat. You don't make just regular book into gingwat. Some you you don't have a profit margin on a on a hook fig book. I sell three more of these more expensive books, $250 each. Hang on, I got to do some math. I don't know how much that costs in 1930s money. We're still using gold. I don't know how much money I have in not D&D style gold. <laughs> yeah, I can't convert no. that. What's the conversion of 5e gold to dollars? Yeah, yeah. so I did it at one point. Um, the, the problem is that 5e gold is very inconsistent. So some things you're like, okay, that tracks. And then the, like honey is like crazy. Like some things are just like crazy expensive. Yeah. So it's, it says, well, so we'll just say gold pieces. We won't, whatever. Just use your imagination. So how so much? 2067. So times, so I have about a hundred dollars worth on me in Wait. 1895 money. Okay. 
that kind of tracks. That makes yeah. sense. That's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. So, so how much pieces is a hundred dollars? Yeah. So I mean, it doesn't matter because these books are two hundred and fifty gold pieces each. So like, you're not going to be able to add up. Yeah. Even with all of ours, we'll have three hundred. We have enough for if one. We, of the if we stay in five e, it's designed that you're not supposed to have enough to just buy them. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So, how much was the? How much were you able to sell the? That signed book by our dear friend Mark Twain for. I imagine we will get a pretty penny for it. Uh, we have not sold it yet, but probably double its price. What a Huckfig novel is relatively cheap. Um, Huckfig crocodile tale. Why not uh, forge the books by hand rather than making these dangerous? Ah, uh, because time is money, my friend. And this dangerous spell does not take me alone very long to do, whereas forging books, I would need an army. And I would have to pay them. It does not look to me, by the weight of your trousers, that you have enough money to buy the books I, I need, or give me the money that I need to resurrect my, my leader. So, your proposal is getting weaker and weaker. Are there any other solutions you can think of? I feel like Tesla at his prime probably had quite a bit of money that he could use to buy her off. So that's an interesting thing, because I would have said the same thing about Mark Twain, but Mark Twain did yeah, his research. Man, he's broke at this time. Broke at the end, yeah. Which is unfortunate. Um, I would I would rather and and to be honest, I mean I know what um Tesla is only thirty seven at this point, but he dies broke also. Um yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, Houdini's probably got the best money. He's going to end up being a millionaire, but he's young here. So he's nineteen. Yes. Yeah. So, so not. I. I. I don't want to. I don't want to use like. But I'm rich back home. Um. I've got an idea. Let's go. As you can see here, I'm wearing a prototype with with quite a bit of expensive components to keep things simple. I will give this to you. It should more than cover the cost of those books in exchange. This is the best deal that I can offer you. None of those things do not make any sense to me. They look like steam ports on a on a ship. Yes, but you understand money, do you not? I understand money, but I do not. It is very hard to sell what you do not know. I show her show her the recording you made earlier. Ah, oh, yes, Harry. You mean this one? And the uh, Ging Watson that Tesla recorded earlier plays. Holy son of Anubis! What is this? <laughs> If you want to see real magic, this here's your man. A complete graphical image of the past right before your eyes. Imagine how much that's worth. Museums, shows, you could start your whole pouring act. A man like me would kill for an opportunity like that. What is the image of? I forget. The Ging Watson. While it's in its like form, and it's the, yeah. the, the sphere, correct? Correct. Awesome. So she's a little, like, taken, like, scared, because she knows what a Ging Watson looks like. Um, yes, perhaps there are things that both of us might not fully understand, but for the sake of creating a better future, perhaps there are some that we can learn from one another. So he's, he's genuinely trying to, like, reach out to her. Yeah. Um, and roll me a persuasion. So that is 17. This is a very interesting thing you offer me. Mr. Tesla, I do 
agree with your friend that I could probably make a pretty penny showing this in like a uh, a showcase performance similar to like a puppet show. Charter's tickets, that kind of thing. However you use it is, is up to you. It's hard for me to... You know, books and physical items, it's very easy to figure out the profit margin. I'm intrigued, but I might need a little more. You Did you say that your friend, Mr. Twain, was killed? Or was he injured? He was hurt quite badly. We don't, we don't know if he'll entirely survive. I am sorry that it happened to him, of a man of his caliber. So soon. <laughs> so close to my home. In this state, I will be more generous than my profit margin would normally allow. I will take this thing from you. You, of course, have to show me how to work it. And I think that this could provide for my pack in a new and exciting way. Is there a way... So how did you capture this image? Is this the Gingwatsum's soul? Is this how you defeated it? No, we nearly lost our lives ourselves. No, it is a what is called a camera, and it can record images using light onto a film that can be recorded and viewed later. But yes, I will show you how it works. I think we can come to an agreement. I will use this camera to make profit for my pack instead of making Gingwatsum. To be honest, I never wanted to use the Gingwatsum this way. It is They're mostly used for protection for my pack. That is what my dear beloved leader would have wanted. But she is no longer here, so we did what we could to try to, to get her back to us. So it is a weight off my chest also to, to not use this sacred spell in a profit-making scheme, as you would have put it. So yes, I accept this. I will take this camera to no longer... Make Ging Watson. Yes, that is acceptable. And he uh, hands it over. Thank you, Mr. Tesla. I believe that you have made a powerful friend today. Or maybe a soon-to-be powerful friend. Well, if our paths cross once more, I hope it is in the light and not entrenched in darkness. Um, I want to maybe remind somebody that y'all got a telegram from the Vatican this morning also. Do you remember what it said? Well, my no. assumption was that we bought the books from her, like by giving her that, like she, like she got money and the money she needed, but like we got the books. Was that not the exchange? So I was under the assumption that that exchange was to make her stop doing Gingwatsum. Oh, but... oh sorry. I, I understood that like, oh, I've got these books. If you buy these books, it'll be enough for me to stop doing Gingwatsum. Yeah. That, mm -hmm. that, that was my interpretation of it, but I, I could have also just misunderstood the context. I... I have changed the deal slightly. I will start doing King Watson for this camera. But if you want these books, I will need maybe something else. Is there anything oh. else you could trade? Or any services you could render? Every... If you plan to make that your main attraction, then some sort of opening act might be appropriate. And if you like books, I can offer the magical book that I brought. He'll, uh, Harry will pull out his, um, he has a blank book 
that's impossible to write in and put it on her desk and tell her that um, if you need to do any all sorts of scams or even just impress people, here's another option. This book holds no ink, chalk, or mocking of any sort. Ah, very interesting. This is the book you tried to trick us with in the in the bookshop, correct? The same one. So you've seen it at work and what it can do. It is very interesting. I have been thinking about it a lot since then. I figured I someone so into books as you would be interested in this. It's almost an anti-book. An anti-book. I will, I will give you two of the books for this. No, I think I have one mm. last thing to sweeten the pot. And Tesla hands her uh, his goggles of night. Hmm. Wear these and you'll be able to see flawlessly in the dark. Oh, these are marvelous. Perfect for late night getaways. Yes, it's an invention of my own design. And with that, I think you have bled us completely dry. Ah, yes, I do think... Ah, yes, I do think that this has been a very amicable and civil discussion. I will stop selling Ging Watson. I will give you these three books. And any time you need help, if you are in my part of the world, you can ask for me and my pack. And we will help you. For you have helped us achieve our goal of resurrecting our leader. And yeah. we will never forget you. Well, go forth and prosper. There is one lingering question that I have on my mind. Yes, what is it? You refer to your family as a pack, and this is strange to me. Uh, the word might not translate very well into English. We are... How do you say... A cult? Our leader was a very powerful jinn. She was defeated and destroyed, and we wish to bring her back. Most jinn you may know of as, as greedy and evil, uh, but she not so much. She loved books, and she loved us, and she would do anything to protect us. So we will do anything for her in exchange. The word isn't... might not even exist in English, so pack is what we prefer. Yes, well, I understand the meaning of loyalty. As long as no more people are harmed in this world, then I'm all right with this resolution. Harry, what do you say? Seems to be a fair trade and can't wait to come and see the show someday. Ah, yes, take good care of these effects that we've given to you. I certainly will. And again, I appreciate your honesty and your negotiation. Yes, well, speaking of well, honesty... Well, I feel... Feel pretty bad that uh, we took you away from the stalls on. Should we escort him back on our way out of town? Uh, I'm going to message these guys because I was like, she's going to find out that I'm not San eventually when she asks San what happened. That's what so, I was yeah, going to just We could just walk you back. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I think if we want to be honest, I think maybe it's like this is all a message. Like, I think we should come clean. Yeah. That's why Tesla was about to, yeah. <laughs> about to come clean with so, her. With, with the dramatic flair, uh, Mark Twain uh, reveals himself 
And he's like, I, I do apologize for, for this uh, slight ruse, but um, but uh, I, I, I do appreciate that we have come to a, a good conclusion. Um, luckily, I, I was not injured. Um, and I do very much care that you, that that my health and my well-being is, is such a great concern to you, and uh, and we wish you and your Jin the best of health. Uh, and so we, this is all a persuasion type thing to like keep her from being mad that she was tricked. Ah, um, what a wonderful negotiation tactic! You pretend to be hurt to get uh how do you say leverage on me that is that is brilliant i appreciate the uh the mastery behind it this does beg a question though this begs the question if you are not hurt by the ging watson where where is it ah i think samuel you still have it do you not i i, I do i i have i have the book uh we we have as you can see by we've been attacked by these creatures before so uh we were able to deduce that this would this was such a creature, um, so t- we, um, I have, I did not open it or or use it just out of fear of, of awakening the creature inside. But I, I, I do, do not. You do not have to fear it. It will not come out if you open the book. The last time, the, it, la- the last time we encountered one, we nearly lost our lives. Yes, uh, it's only challenge rating two. I don't think it's that big a deal. We're level two, I, woman. Are you mad? Yeah, and also we are only a party of three, and one of them is an old man who is very poor at combat. So when I say I exaggerated my injuries, I should say I exaggerated this injury. I have multiple injuries that I am not exaggerating on. And he holds his knee, and he walks with his, you know, he taps his cane to his knee. Well, how about this? Because Mr. Mark Twain is such a lover of books, and I appreciate your negotiation tactics, and I feel like we are becoming fast friends. I will give you the secret on how to care for your King Watson, and they are loyal pets if you do not starve them. Which most of the books we sell, the people do not know how to feed them properly. They don't even know that they're King Watson. So it comes to the end of its rope, as you will, and must transform into its native form and feed. If you care for them, they can be interesting little helpers. And as she says that, she kind of gestures to the swords on the wall. They protect you. They can do simple, simple tasks. Uh, They can be in the form of a book. This one cannot be anything other than a book. Uh, But they also can be in the form of a, a little rat, a bat, a snake, some little animal. You can train them to protect you as well. You can keep that one as a show of good faith, as long as you promise to take care of it. Yes, you have to let us know what those instructions are, the feeding and care of your King Watson. Uh, So she gets like a scroll or whatever and writes down a few things, rolls it up and hands it to you. Follow these simple instructions and it will never attack you. It will never attack anyone if it is well-fed and happy, uh, but it will protect you. Yes, it is a marvelous creature, and I do wish to study it more. Maybe we can do our due diligence to see if there are other King Watson in the world. Perhaps we can assimilate them and take care of them. Or That's what I'm hoping for. Maybe you have a, uh, a, a record of, of the books that you have, have uh, these King Watson, so we can make sure that they don't 
in you know draw more ire because i mean we are marvelous and exceptional people uh to be humble but uh i do not want anything to be you know any more trails to lead back to this you know very uh your clan I appreciate you looking out for us, Mr. Twain. Uh, I do have a ledger. The books that... that sent you here on your journey, they were sold, what, 10 days ago, two weeks ago? That, yes. They... That is about the time it takes for a Gingwatsum to need to feed. I have not sold any of them since, but I have sold a few prior. It is, well, it is my understanding that they more than likely would have, if not fed properly, have transformed already. I need to worry about the past. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that there's none in between the, the ones that we know about and, and this one right here. Um, that's what I was worried about. Yeah. And I appreciate your concern for us, but once Nadalia is resurrected, we will not fear the Catholic Church. They will not be able to harm us. It is good to make sure you... They are very powerful. Um, and I, I want to make sure that, you know, that we are all safe and we are all aware of, of general the risk of running afoul. Such a, uh, we'll, a... we'll do our best to throw him off the trail. Yes, and with that protection, I do promise not to make any more to send out in the world. I will not promise to make more. I make several. Nope. It, is an it is an enjoyable process, but I keep oh. them. Yes. And they protect me and my pack. Pets are marvelous things, and you must be protected. I just... Uh, I, I wish you the best if, if of course I will uh, I will be happy to sign any other copies of uh, any of my books or translated books uh, just as a gesture of, of friendship just because I'm here and you know a few flicks of my wrist cost me nothing but if they double your profits uh, my dear friend I will be happy to do so oh of course and I'm sure Zahn would love to see you again even while not impersonating him, maybe in person, he might get a kick out of that. Yes, well, shall we take these books and head back to the Vatican and resolve this mystery and turn in our report? I do believe I have. Sounds like a plan. The mystery has been solved for me. Um... You will always have a friend here, and a powerful one once Nadalia is back with us. Glad. I wish you a safe journey, Mark Twain, Harry Houdini, and Nikolai Tesla. Farewell. All right. So, do we want to go back to Candlekeep or out to the Vatican and do that? Or, I mean, it'd be cool to kind of like resolve turning yeah. requests. We have a a, a prisoner a prisoner also. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> all right. I haven't been practicing those those accents. You don't have to like we gagged him, so you don't have to do that accent. Um, His is easy. Oh yeah, he just, His oh, is easy. just ah. Now um, that guy, yeah, yeah I was, that's, that's basically it. That was like my plan is that if you wouldn't take it, I was like, we have a prisoner that you could maybe trade for money with, you know. <laughs> that was my last, my, uh, if we couldn't agree with anything. is. Maybe. I actually, 
Um, start human trafficking. Yeah, I was gonna say, please don't sell these books, but sell this human. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Tesla would have been down with that. Um, I mean, sell them to the uh, to the bounty hunter is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, Literally, that's the funny. bounty hunter is trying to capture him for money. If you give him the bounty, the bounty hunter may split the bounty. Is what I was thinking. That's true. That's what we're gonna do. Oh, that's we're giving them to the bounty hunter. So human trafficking, yes, prisoner trafficking, maybe or criminal trafficking. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, they're all humans and we're trafficking in them i mean yeah i mean the difference between a criminal and someone you've captured is just your per well listen if, if only if, one person gets to choose that that if he didn't want to get trafficked he shouldn't have had a bounty on his head yeah yeah point. right if we're gonna be victim blaming here <laughs> he shouldn't have tried to kill us also I, I i don't think he's the victim in this situation so true enough those dogs were Oh, poor pup. That one backflipping dog, man. All right, let's. Re- do you guys want to resolve these things or? Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's good. That's okay. Cool. Um, so you have no troubles getting back to the Vatican. You you travel north through the desert up to um, Alexandria. You take a ferry to the mouth of the River Tiber, and from there, it is a very short travel to Rome and then to the Vatican City. Yeah, maybe we stop by Valor on the way with our uh, prisoner in tow. Okay. So you see, when you come into Vatican City, you see Valor. She is, um, like, cleaning the side of a building um, because they are still making her pay off her debt that the book caused when it turned into a Gingwatsum and destroyed that part of the the Vatican Library. Must have been um, very they're, hungry. They're mostly blaming her um, for it. Hello, Freundlein. We meet again. Ah, Mr. Tesla. You are back. Yes, and it seems we have brought, uh, how do you say, some company with us. Trying to remember how to do a German accent. Are you captured? You guys got me jumping around the, all the book and the accents. That's what you get, DM. Are you captured Mushaika? How did you find him? Yes, it seems that he found us and tried to liberate us from our material possessions, but we apprehended him and decided it was best to turn him over to you. Perhaps it will help expedite your internment here. Also, we have we have found that you are not at fault, obviously, for what has happened to the your book. Uh, we have found a replacement, so hopefully... Um, once we return it to the um, Vatican, they will consider your debt paid. Ava, I appreciate your help. Thank you very much. I will split the bounty with you for for Mushaika. He's a very dangerous and very wanted man. Yeah, so it's not easy to apprehend him. So it would we would accept some recompense for the trouble. I, I will say that let us figure out first um make sure that they are not um hold count, holding you financially accountable for the for the uh the cost of the repairs so let's clear that away and um play that first and then we'll split the remaining balance 50/50 i think that's more fair since i you are no more fault for that damage as we are um because we, we both provided a a book and that caused damage so 
I yes, think. it was not your fault that those books decided to turn into life-stealing monsters. How could you have known? Danke, danke, Mr. Tesla and Mr. Twain. Uh, I, I am a, a businesswoman first and foremost, and if you give me him, I will give you half of the, the bounty out of my own pocket, and I will negotiate with these Italians for, for the rest. She gives you 500 gold pieces. Dang. See? So probably good that I was thinking to, to make that trade for the criminal. They would have made a bunch of shit of money. Uh, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Um, he, Dwayne is kind of his eyes go a little big because he knows how much debt he's in. Uh, and he's like, oh, very nice. Very nice indeed. Yeah, so we will not hold you up any longer, but we just wished to drop off this parcel to you. Fare thee well, Vala. Avita Zane, gentlemen. All right, now we go turn in these books to the book quest guy. Yep, so we go to the guy with the question mark hovering over his head and uh, close out that quest. Sprig, I think Which, is his name? Sprig was our attendant. Was he the his actual... Name was Sprig, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's the only person I'm going to do a voice for, so he is your... Page, right? He's your page and, like, minder, basically. Because mm-hmm. um, they don't want everybody just wandering around, poking around Vatican unattended. It's a dangerous place. It's got King Watson's floating around. So uh, you summon him and he comes up. Oh, Mr. Tesla, Mr. Twain, and Mr. Houdini, you will come back from your journeys. Have you brought with you the books? We have. And we've put a stop to the monstrosities that were being created. Oh, Lord be praised. That is wonderful. What did, uh, what was happening? A strange scientific anomaly too far beyond the, the minds of mortal men to understand was creating strange anomalies. But thankfully it was swiftly and resolved with no loose ends, completely tied up into a nice neat little bow. Oh, how, uh, how convenient. That is very nice. Uh, so he takes, he takes the books from you. I will put these back where they belong. Uh, these are not going to turn into balls of uh, a goo, are they? No, these are 100% guaranteed no balls of goo. These books are goo-free. Goo-free books. Perfect. And he gives you... So for your trouble and for helping out, we know that you did not bring these books into the Vatican, so you owed us nothing. Uh, and in fact, we're attacked by uh, them. Uh, so we, we appreciate appreciate you uh he hands you a coin that have you ever seen like those military coins that are i mean you guys probably have you're in the damn military yeah um so it's similar to that like it's got heft to it it's like finely detailed and even like colorful um but it is like vatican iconography instead of like military iconography he says like This will show you as a friend to the Vatican. If you are anywhere in the world and you go to a Catholic church, you show them this, they will give you sanctuary, they will give you respite, they will help you on your journey. This shows that you have really earned our friendship. But of course, I also promised you money. And he gives you another, uh, I don't know what that sack of gold I was going to (laughs) say. He gives you a small chest. And you you open it quickly and surmise just by glancing that it's about another 500 gold piece. Yes, the most generous boon and an ample reward. We are most appreciative. 
And you, of course, still have full range of, uh, of the library if, if you ever want to, to finish your studies. Hopefully these other books will not uh, attack you. Yes, thank you for your hospitality. And that is the end. And that's all for our playthrough of Mass Froth's Mighty Digressions circa 1894. This was a ton of fun to play. We had a great time jumping into a different setting for D&D and reskinning in this setting. It was just an absolute blast from a role-playing standpoint. Stay tuned for next week when we have our post-session review, talk about the game, talk about the campaign, some of the things that we liked, some things that we didn't like before we gear up for the next adventure in Candlekeep Mysteries. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time.